Hello, and welcome to Talking Sports with TK. I am Tommy Chrysan. Glad to be here. Glad to have you there. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Please share it with all of your friends. This episode, the coon ass and the redneck. I'm not the redneck. Anthony Gallo will join me from Gulf Shores, Alabama. We got three picks against the spread in college football. We're both bent on fire. We'll tell you how we did last week. We'll tell you how we're doing on the season. College football picks, making you some money here on Talking Sports with TK. Now, don't forget about the Ice House Tap Room. They're bringing you this broadcast. They're open seven days a week at 11 a.m. They've got lunch. they got the Wicked Menu. Lots of good stuff on that menu. You need to check it out. Again, seven days a week at 11 a.m. A little music on the patio, all the draft beers. Good people. Always good people. Always good times at the Ice House Tap room airline highway across from mclean peter Derry near barringer foreman road connect with the ice house tap room on facebook and instagram also the iceberg limo the best party bus in baton rouge it's off and running whether it's a birthday a wedding a bachelor or a bachelorette party just a fun night out on a town iceberg limo the best party bus in baton rouge icebergLemo.com. Or connect with Iceberg Lemo on Facebook and Instagram. All right, we're going to come back. We're going to have those three college football picks. Three picks each from the Coonass and the Redneck. Myself and Anthony Gallo right here on Talking Sports with TK. Don't forget to connect with me on social media. Tommy Chrysan, K-R-Y-S-A-N, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Talking Sports with TK has its own Facebook and Instagram account. And TikTok. Got some big stuff coming for you on TikTok real soon. Let's hear a message from Anchor, our host. We'll be back. We'll be joined by Anthony Gallo from Gulf Shores, Alabama. I'm in Baton Rouge, and you are listening to the Coonass and the Redneck on Talking Sports with TK, brought to you by the Ice House Tap Room and the Iceberg Lemos. Stay tuned. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We continue with talking sports with TK. As I mentioned, it's time for the coon ass and the redneck brought to you by the Ice House Tap Room and the Iceberg Lemo. I'm Tommy Christ saying Anthony Gallo going to join me from down in the Gulf Shores area. Christmas only a week away. We certainly wish everyone a Merry Christmas. Hopefully it's a good time for family and friends and all that good stuff. Anthony Gallo, I know you were a little bit under the weather, but you're battling back. How you doing, man? Well, I'm good, Tommy. It's been three weeks since we've actually recorded. We had some technical difficulty last week and the week before that. Heck, you know, most of the people I know knew that I was down with COVID and God bless anybody who gets it as bad as I did. That being said, it's a beautiful day over here on the coast today in Gulf Shores, Alabama. I mean, I'm sitting here having a cup of coffee, looking out over the lagoon. Can't get much better than this right now. We got some picks coming up. Championship weeks here. Uh, you know, you got a bunch of teams that maybe should, maybe shouldn't be in there. You got a big conversation about all this, but uh, it's still an exciting week of football coming up. Saturday's going to be a big day, and uh, we're going to see if we can win you some money. You know, I was with a group of people the other night. Somebody said, you know, this college football season has certainly been wacky, and that's that's very true. And then I made the comment, I said, well, 
we need to be glad for what we have. We've we've had somewhat of a college football season. You know, different teams have played different numbers of games, and there's controversy about the playoff rankings and you know people who should be in and shouldn't be in. But I said that that kind of happens every year. And it's just magnified a little bit this year with the cancellations and postponements. Over 130 games either canceled or postponed during the course of the season. But we, we've reached championship week. There's going to be some bowl games. There's been a lot of bowl games canceled. A lot of teams have opted out. Uh, LSU self-imposed a ban on a bowl game. You know, so it's it's certainly different. But what hasn't been different about 2020, you know, I mean, so uh, it is what it is. And, you know, you had a game last night, the ULL Coastal Carolina game was canceled uh, Sunbelt championship last night due to the COVID problems with the Coastal Carolina team. So, I mean, we, we got a schedule for this Saturday tomorrow, but who knows? I, I guess they'll all be played, but lots of controversy about Southern Cal, Ohio state. I mean, it, it's flying around and in a way, I guess it's good. We have college football to talk about. Well, Tommy, you know, you got to give Greg Sankey and the SEC some credit here. They've got, they're going to play a 10-game schedule, and everybody's going to do it. And they figured it out. You take the Big Ten, and you take Ohio State. And I am not saying Ohio State is not good. But when you only play five games, and you got teams in the SEC like Texas A&M, Florida, Alabama, Georgia, you got them going up against nothing, no cakewalks in this season. Nothing but SEC teams every week, and they're going to play 10 games. You got something wrong with the equability of this thing. Ohio State, I wouldn't say for one minute that they aren't one of the four best teams in the country, but they haven't experienced the injuries. They haven't experienced the brutal brutal season everybody else has. I got to agree with Dabo. I got to agree with the commissioner of the ACC. They do not deserve to be there. I would much rather see A&M be in there than Ohio State. I would rather see, even though USC has won by the hair of their chin the last three games, and they've all been close, USC is just as deserving as Ohio State. And you take those two conferences, the Big Ten and the Pac-12, and they were woke from the start. The only two teams in the Big Ten that didn't want to play was Ohio State, that wanted to play was Ohio State and Nebraska. They were biting at the bit to their credit. But when 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 those woke commissioners over there in the Big Ten and the, and the Pac-12 saw that the SEC, the Big 12, and the ACC were not going to follow their little whiny-ass lead, then they said, oh, my gosh, we've got to do something. And now they're to the point to where they're going to just – and the ACC did a little of this too. You saw what happened to Florida last week having to play LSU. The ACC canceled some games too and said, let's just put Notre Dame in and uh, Clemson in, but at least they've got better representation than the Big Ten does. So, you know, I'm not happy about it. I'm glad we got football, but you got to give the SEC credit. And in my opinion, if Ohio State were to win this thing, having after having played a, what, six or seven game schedule, and let's just say it was Alabama and they got beat and they played, wound up playing 12 games, I, it wouldn't matter to me one bit. Ohio State is an undeserving championship, and they're undeserving of being in these playoffs. Well, I, I got to agree with just about everything you said there. Well, Anthony, we got to get to some college football picks. Uh, you and I always against the spread. That's a key thing. Last week, we both went two and one. 
we've been on fire the last five, six weeks. We both started slow when the season first started, but you're hitting 58% of your picks on the season. I'm just a fraction ahead of you at 61%. So we hope people are sharing this with their friends. I don't care if you're a big player or a small player. You know, maybe you're making a couple of bucks, a couple of extra Christmas dollars or whatever it might be. And we certainly have some picks we feel really strong about today. So we want to we want to get to them. And, Anthony, uh, we tied last week, but you beat me the week before that. So uh, I'm going to go first. And uh, I'll tell everybody, you know, I, I got five games on my sheet that I've really been looking at and studying. Two of them I, I know I'm going with. And I just like literally minutes ago, right before we started recording, pick my third game. So I'm going to let it fly with TK's college football picks against the spread here on the coon ass and the redneck. My first pick is a game. I really, really like, I mean, I am all over this. I like Texas A&M minus 14 against Tennessee. Here's the story. Texas A&M is seven and one on the season. They're number five in the college football playoff ranking. The only way, they sneak into the playoff as if somebody in the top four slips up. And that would be, I think if Clemson loses Notre Dame again and A&M can make a statement, they liable to sneak into the playoffs. So they know they got to make a statement. They've won six in a row. They're seven and one on the year. Tennessee's three and six. They snapped a six game losing streak last week, but they snapped it against Vanderbilt who hasn't beat anybody and fired their coach. It's an 11 a.m. game Saturday, so A&M's got a chance to go make a statement that everybody else playing later, the four teams ahead of them in the playoff rankings, have to look at. So I just think Jimbo Fisher and, and the Vols and the A&M team are just going to wear out the Vols. A&M, one of the best teams in this country on third down conversions. Tennessee's one of the worst. Tennessee don't know who their quarterback is. They play like eight different guys every week at quarterback. I really like Texas A&M minus 14 against Tennessee. My next pick, I like Missouri minus a point and a half against Mississippi State. Mississippi State kind of shocked the world and, you know, everybody went crazy when they knocked off LSU some 12 weeks ago. They haven't done anything since, and they lost the Egg Bowl. I mean, Missouri is a lot better than people thought this year. Even the games they've lost, they've been right in there. I'll gladly take Missouri and lay a point and a half against Mississippi State. Mississippi State's a mess. I think Leach will turn it around in time. Missouri's got a good young quarterback that is really good. Basilak, he's good. They got a good running back. I like Missouri minus a point and a half. Now, my third pick. Boy, I, I was flipping coins last night, tossing and turning. Here's what I'm going with. I'm going to take Alabama minus 17 against Florida. Florida's a mess. Dan Mullen 0-9 against Nick Saban. He's never beat him. Alabama is arguably the best offense in the country this year. 17 is a big number. That's why I debated about this game. But I just got to <clears> think <throat> Alabama, Nick Saban, they're going to get it done. Florida can't play defense real well. 37 points they allowed to LSU last week. All 37 points were scored by either a freshman or a sophomore uh, against the Gators. Well, guess what? Bama's offense, way better than LSU's. Way better. So I'll take Bama minus 17 against Florida. My three picks, Texas A&M minus 14 against Tennessee. Missouri minus a point and a half against <laughs> Mississippi State. And I'm going Alabama minus 17 against Florida. Now, Two other games that I really like. These aren't official picks. I'm just going to mention it quickly. I like Clemson minus 10 against Notre Dame. Trevor Lawrence will be the difference there. And 
I like LSU plus two against Ole Miss. Ole Miss is tight end and top receiver, not going to play in the game. Max Johnson will get his second start for LSU. Hopefully he can follow it up. I think LSU wins a shootout, uh, so I'll gladly take two points on that game. Those, again, just thoughts that I had. The three picks are A&M minus 14, Missouri minus a point and a half, and Alabama minus 17. Anthony Gallo, two and one last week, 58% on the season. I'm ready for your three picks against the spread. Well, Tommy, I'm kind of like you. I uh, I had five picks here, and I had to whittle them down to three. I'm going with three of the championship games, Tommy. But uh, <clears throat> just for talking purposes, one of my picks was Ole Miss minus the two. I scratched that game because it goes against my one – one of my theories is when you're a team like LSU and you go on the road the previous week and you win as a dog and you come home as a dog again uh, – you got like an 80, 85% chance of covering if the, if that sets up for you. So I did scratch that game, and I like your Missouri bet. That was one of mine. I'm going with three of the championship games, Tommy. My first one out of the box, I'm going with Northwestern plus 21 at, uh, versus Ohio State. Just got talk, through talking about Ohio State, how woke that whole conference is, how woke the administration is. They're just so politically correct. They've just almost ruined their season. But they figured out a way to get Ohio State in here. But Ohio State comes up, and now they play a team like Northwestern, who has a little bit of trouble scoring, but they don't have trouble on defense. They are hard to score against. Think about this now. Ohio State allowed Penn State 25 points. They allowed Rutgers 27 points, and they allowed Indiana 35 points, one by seven in that game. I'll take the 21 here. Northwestern does not turn the ball over. They run it well. I think they can keep it within three touchdowns. My second pick, Tommy, I am going to the Big 12. This is not going to be a popular pick because it's just you just don't have the name recognition here. But I'm taking Ohio State, Iowa State plus the five and a half versus Oklahoma. Here it is. Oh, this line is five and a half. And let me tell you what Oklahoma's done. Oklahoma is a five-time defending Big 12 championship. 46 conference championships. Iowa State hadn't won a championship since 1912, and that year they only played two games. Iowa State is seven, 76 and two versus Oklahoma. But you got a five and a half point line here, Tommy. Matt Campbell has changed things at Iowa State. He owns two of those seven wins in the last four years. Iowa State, uh, Iowa State has won five in a row. They've, hold, they've held their last three opponents to combine 26 points. Iowa State beat Oklahoma 37-30 earlier in the year. I know it's hard to beat a team twice. But I'm going for this Iowa State. This team is full of juniors and seniors. Oklahoma is a is a very young team. A lot of the players on Oklahoma's team only experienced last year's Big 12 championship game. I like Matt Campbell. I like his Iowa State team to keep it close, maybe even win it outright. This is their time to shine. After all these years, they're never going to be in a better spot. So I like uh, Iowa State plus the five and a half. All right, your third pick. My third pick, I'm like you, Tommy, and I bet this game myself. I bet it on Monday. I bet Bama minus the 17. Look, Florida State, after that debacle last week and, and, and uh, you know, all the accolades to LSU because they went down there and nobody thought they could win. I bet them. I didn't think they could win it. And the shoe thing, for whatever reason, you know, it happened and LSU wins the game. Now you got a Florida team who Dan Mullen has made excuses for. I don't think Nick Saban would have made excuses for throwing that shoe. I don't think Coach O would have made excuses for throwing that shoe. 
but you got you got a team that's been having excuses made for them, and I think they're going to come out. And I think as as Mullen said, they're having a great week of practice and all that. And I think they're going to come out fired up. But the Bama defense is just something else to deal with since the Ole Miss game. The Bama offensive line is probably better than a couple of NFL offensive lines. They're going to run Najee Harris. They're going to wear them out. And Alabama doesn't try to get three and four yards of carry. They're trying to knock you down, and then they're trying to open up a pass play for 35 yards. I just don't see Florida's defense who gave up. What, what did they give up to LSU, Tommy? How many points? Uh, uh, they, 37. Yeah, they gave up that many points to LSU. I do not see them being able to hold Alabama down. I think that uh, that Alabama's going to keep the ball away from Trask, and they're going to open it up in the second half. You're not going to see Nick Saban putting in any subs in this game. I think Alabama wins this by three or four touchdowns. I like the tide amount of 17. Anthony Gallo's three picks. Northwestern plus 21 against Ohio State. Iowa State plus five and a half against Oklahoma. Alabama minus 17 against Florida. Anthony, I like your picks. Obviously, I like my picks. Hopefully, everybody will share this podcast with their friends and go make a few Christmas dollars and have some fun and uh, all that good stuff. Anthony, the Ice House Tap Room had a nice time over there the other night, a little small Christmas gathering. Uh, Tremonti's Meat and Seafood catered the party. Obviously, that was great stuff. Ice House Tap Room open seven days a week at 11 a.m. They got lunch. They got the Wicked Menu, uh, 32 craft beers. I mean, what what a place. A little music on the patio some nights. Ice House Tap Room, you need to check them out. Also, the best party bus in Louisiana, the Iceberg Limo. Uh, great party bus for all types of functions in the holidays and into next year. Follow both of those on Facebook and Instagram, Ice House Tap Room and Iceberg Lemo. Uh, and hopefully you and I can get to the Ice House Tap Room real soon and have a couple of cold beers perhaps next week. Yeah, Anthony. I'm kind of planning on that. I'm sorry I missed the Christmas party Monday. I just couldn't drive in for it. But we'll be there uh, uh, We'll be there uh, Thursday night for sure. And either uh, late, late Thursday night or early afternoon Thursday, we'll have a cold beer. That sounds good. Anthony, uh, uh, the sun's also out here in Baton Rouge. You said it's out down there in Gulf Shores. Hope you have a uh, wonderful weekend and and uh, look forward to seeing you. We want again want to wish everyone a Merry Christmas. Uh, family, friends, 2020 has been a wacky year, as we've said, and, and hopefully people can make the best of the, the last, you know, 12, 13 days of the month of the year. Well, that's true, Tommy. You know, and we got we got bad circumstances throughout the country here and you got family you got friends and uh just uh you know go see go do what you got to do and uh you know life is what it is and like i said i just went through the covid and i went through it bad i mean i struggled through it for almost two weeks but you know there is there is light on the other side so enjoy your christmas everybody and uh, i'll see you 